What's up, guys? Welcome to a Vibe Call West Radio. Today we have a very, very special guest, Tiana Coker. How are you today? I'm good. It's a beautiful day. It's like literally 77 and sunny in LA. Yeah. So it's not hot. It's nice. It's nice to go out again. Yeah, take that the rest of the con- rest of the country. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a little bit, it, it, especially after the kind of the uh, summer we had, where it was like a little rainy. We just had like a storm. Yeah. So. Thank you on this beautiful day for coming down. Thank you for having me. Um, I also want to say thank you so much for not only being a part of the Why Live for Later track, but really bringing it to life with your vocals. It's, of course. it's incredible. Go stream it. Yeah, please go stream it. <laughs> we, uh, we, we're going to perform. We want to perform it, so go stream it. Um, it, w- it was a really great experience yeah, being with you, you in the studio. Mm-hmm. Of course. And um, I know that you just dropped your EP. I did. Up to you. Yeah. On August 25th. Yes, sir. Congratulations Thank on you. that. Um, you know, as a fellow artist, I always want to know in that moment, like, is it more cathartic? Is it more like, do you find more relief in like writing the songs or releasing a project? Um, well, whenever I, I've, this is only the second project I've ever released. And I don't, I'm not like a project mode kind of gal. Like when I'm writing, I'm writing just to write and I'm not writing with a project in mind so Mm. a lot of these songs like have just been written over like the past three years actually one of the songs love you more was written back in 2017 Mm -hmm. so it's it's just it just made sense to put all these songs together and to release it and that's also what i did with my first ep it's just that i was just writing these songs not exactly for a project just like to write so i mean i guess you could say like just to write yeah well it's like i think especially like when you're a creator and you're just like constantly creating it's nice to bundle them together yeah but it doesn't need to be this like concept kind of right like, like more- i'm not like i don't know because sometimes i i'm the kind of person where i get overwhelmed very easily and when i get overwhelmed i feel like i'm not giving something my all and i get anxious and i get stressed and so i obviously want to enjoy the process and have fun doing it so I don't think about projects like I'm just like writing supposed to be fun making music is supposed to be fun so I'm just like writing to write yeah I think it's probably like also just like freeing to like not have yeah. the, not have the constraints of like I need X amount of tracks I need to have exactly. this type of song this type of song mm-hmm. yeah you can just like kind of and then if they do come together in this beautiful collage it's a win exactly so it's amazing you have so many incredible songs that we're gonna Thank go you. over um, I do love the tidbit you beat me to it that love you more is also your mom's favorite song mm-hmm. so that's why you released it it is yeah, yeah. she was like your you need name? to release it katrina shout out katrina <laughs> your daughter's very talented i hope you see this and um yeah so we have our song we have your ep to celebrate there's so yes, much um, so much so much things to do but so much to celebrate. i also want to bring i also want to bring you on the show to, you know just get to know you even more mm. give you a platform so mm-hmm. i'm going to kind of do a breakdown mm-hmm. of how the show is going to go for returning listeners and new listeners so before the show i asked tiana what her favorite album was of all time it is 2020 deluxe version by justin timberleg yes. so what i did is i put all of those into a tournament bracket elite eight i seeded those songs based on total number of streams on spotify the way that they progress is based off of tiana's opinion tiana are you ready to find out what the best song in 2020 is yeah so why this album really quick? Um, I well, I love Timbaland. Mm-hmm. He's someone that I would love to work with. He's such a good producer. And I don't know. I just always thought that there was something special when Justin Timberlake and Timbaland 
made things together. Um, and their earlier projects, I think I was too young to truly appreciate it. But when this came out, you know, I was like tweens, early teens. And I was like, really, I had like a deeper understanding of music, too. Um, and so I love this. I love this project. Mm -hmm. I have it in vinyl. I listen to it all the time. That's the true sign. You have it on vinyl. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually saw that like vinyls have surpassed CDs in total sales mm -hmm. now, which make, makes sense as a novelty. And it's like, you know, the CD is great, but the vinyl, if, so, if you're getting something tangible, like the vinyl, I yeah. feel like is cooler. And I always ask like, you know, you're in LA mm -hmm. and you walk into an elevator mm -hmm. and Justin Timberlake's there. Mm hmm what would you say to him about this album? Like, what would you express? That's tough. That's I feel like there's a lot that I would say. I mean, I obviously want to act cool. You have to. And not be like, I'm a super fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be like, oh, like, hey, man, like, love this. But I would definitely be like, I'd love to work with you. Mm -hmm, of course. That's what I would say. Like, yeah. I mean, I do know he's releasing more stuff now because mm -hmm. uh, he did that track with Nelly and Timbaland that like, they just released, like Nelly Furtado. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I mean. He's gotta be, you got to act cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's always just fun. Act cool. Got to act compromised. I mean, eventually you want to be on their level. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And like you have to kind of look at these people, I guess you could say, as like peers and like, you know what I mean? Like, 100%. I don't know. It's so hard to explain, but. Yeah, I think it's like. You know, especially if you want to get there, you have to imagine what it feels like, you know, act like, right. you know, act like you've been there before. Exactly. That's a big one. So yeah. I always just kind of have to ask that because it's the the amazing part about the bracket and like, you know, every person's relationship with an album is that it brings out a memory. Mm. And, um, you know, it's doing the interview for me. Mm -hmm. You know, you're already saying how big of a fan of Justin Timberlake you are on Timberland. So awesome. So we're now going to go to the board and we're going to do the first matchup. Mirrors versus Let the Groove Get In. Which song and why? Uh, let the Groove Get In for sure. Ooh, big upset. All right, we got a, we got a Cinderella story coming <laughs> right now. So why do you think, why does that song speak more to you than Mirrors? Um, I I grew up dancing. And it's just, I, it's just a, you can dance to it. You yeah. know, I mean, I, Mirrors is a great record. But Let the Groove Get In, there's something about it that just makes me feel good. And I don't think a lot of records can make you feel good, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like an yeah. instant, like just mood enhancer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like that, I mean, like that's what, you know, music is supposed to transfer an emotion. And if it lifts up your mood, that's like the best emotion you can yeah. transfer. So I love that it's an upset. And also I know that you do have that background in dance. And I know that um, that's, 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 that makes sense why you would like that song. Awesome. So now we have the one through eight. Eight's moving on. Let the groove get in. Let's now go to matchup number two. I remember this song when I was growing up a lot. Suit and tie versus don't hold the wall. Suit and tie. All right. Break it down for me. Why do you think that's a stronger song and why do you like it more? Um, I think lyrically. Mm. I prefer su suit and so tie. So different than let the, that one's like an emotion. This one's like. This one's, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then so break down what lyrically do you like about it? his there's just something about the melodies of that song and like the top line that they did that's just so good so catchy so good i mean it was a single yeah you know what i mean like yeah. I, it makes sense so yeah. yeah that makes sense so then suit and tie so that we didn't get the upset on that one and so we had suit and tie moving on 
So now you guys have seen, I'm letting her do the decisions there. I'm pretty much agreeing. I agree with her choices on this. And I kind of now want to transition the interview to more of just like some questions that I just have generally about you. Cause yeah. you've been making music for a long time. You have very incredible accolades, people you worked with. So but I really want to focus on you. So again, you see me looking at my notes. I promise it's because I care. All right. So one quote I love from you was how, because the Philippines is an archipelago, your music has come to embody the concept of individuality and diversity for each one of your songs. I know, also know that you've studied in London and now reside full time in LA. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask, how has each place you live impacted the music you make? Meaning, do you find pieces of Manila, London, and LA respectively in your music? Hundred percent. Could you let me know, like, which, like, and like, what songs and like, in which ways? Um. Well, I think when it comes to melodies being able to understand and somewhat speak three languages makes it very different for me when it comes to like top lining because i'll have like i can move my mouth a certain kind of way if that makes sense yeah definitely what, what three languages really quick uh english is my first language uh tagalog and i can understand spanish okay awesome yeah, yeah sorry keep going that's one um and because the Philippines was conquered by Spain. Mm -hmm. So a lot of Spaniards moved to the Philippines. My grandma is Spanish. And so a lot of my family, they speak Spanish. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not like the best. I used to be able to. I was definitely better when I was taking it in high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess you could say I'm very like, like phonetically like different. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If that makes any no, I know sense. No, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. You just, there's different like ranges and like different like pockets yes. that you can probably find with the yes. syllables and yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so that, that plays a big part. And because in the Philippines, and I guess you could say like in Spain too, there's, there's many different dialects. There's many different languages and influences from different cultures and everything. And I think that reflects too in my music because I don't like to work with just one producer. You know, I want each song to bring a different feeling and to have a different sound and to just sound different than each other because I wouldn't want like, I know people like working with the same producer and I get it, it makes sense, like this project, <laughs> you know? But for me personally, I think because I have lived in different places and I have experienced different things in life that I just kind of want that to translate into my music. Mm -hmm. So I like working with different producers. And a lot of the producers that I work with are like, one of them's like French and he's from France. And like, it's a, it's like kind of all over. So I yeah. like bringing different sounds mm -hmm. into my music. Of course. Yeah. I feel like also like if you have like a palette of colors and like you have different colors, the painting the song will be different and like yeah. you know it just that's that's really and then you can mix two colors and make <laughs> something different yeah. exactly and just yeah so i'm actually the same way i love to have like multiple producers i have two in-house ones and a couple online that i love to use so yeah. that makes sense do you think that so it, it seems to me less like lyric it's like, like sonically you're saying that like you sonically take, yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah and um that's awesome it makes it rings true to how i feel as well and kind of going back to your roots a little bit, 
It's well known that you come from an artistic and musically centric family, mm -hmm. which I would imagine has empowered you to be creative, which is yeah. amazing. Um, is it true, though, that one of the moments that made you want to become a singer was watching Christina Aguilera's Back to Basics tour 100%. and Stephanie J. Block's performance in Wicked? Yep. So what about those performances spoke to you back then and what have you taken from them for now? Okay, I was very young. I think I was like seven and eight when I watched them. Um, I don't remember much from my childhood. There's only a few things that I remember and most of the things that I remember, it normally is tied with art. And it was just like, I knew I was going to do this for the rest of my life, you know? <laughs> um, so the Back to Basics tour was the first tour, I like first concert I ever watched. And I want to say I was seven. Uh, my mom took me with her and I just was floored because the whole tour started with Ain't No Other Man. You know, the, hey, you know, like she just like was like rising up from like nothing. And it was just like her. And I was like. Like a spectacle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. I was floored. Like, I was like, and she was pregnant that tour. That's badass. That, mm hmm. <laughs> it's badass. And I was just like, I remember watching it. And I mean, like, I, like, as a seven year old, I feel like you're not supposed to, like, feel like, you know, certain things, but like, I left feeling so inspired. Wow. And I remember that because, you know, she just had like the lights, the dancers, the sets and the outfit changes. And the Back to Basics album was also just so versatile. Like she had a lot of like the 40s, 50s influences, like the wartime, like, you know, like the that era, uh, like Candyman. I don't know if you you know Not that record, head, but it's I know like, like the they had like that war chant, like the Tarzan engine was singing on a vine. Like it was very like. What is that term? Is it swing? Mm. I don't know, but it's very. I know, but I'm imagining the era. I yeah, know, so I can it's, imagine, it's like, very yeah. like 40s, 50s, and I was just like, "This is insane." I I love it. Also, for some weird reason, one of my favorite movies as a kid was Pearl Harbor, so that might be why <laughs> I was like, like "This is she's killing it." <laughs> yeah. um, but I I just remember loving it just because of how versatile she was, like, and that that tour because that she had songs like Candyman and then Ain't No Other Man and Hurt, which was more like a ballad and it was very like raw and vulnerable mm -hmm. and just her storytelling throughout the whole thing. Um, so that really inspired me, um, definitely made me want to do what she was doing, you know, performing albums around the world and selling out, you know, and stuff like that. Um, and then the following year, um, I went to New York. I consider this my first time because it's the first time I remember because yeah. I went much, I was much younger, you know, yeah. my first time. Um, and my we were visiting my sister because she lived in new york at the time uh and the whole family we went to go see wicked um and prior to that you know because i think my mom just knew i was always gonna be like an active child singing all the time she had already put me in like musical theater camps and stuff like that as a kid so singing dancing acting growing up already um but this was like the first musical that i remember watching which was wicked I've seen it like 19 times it's so good. since it's a it's great mm -hmm. it's I, I love wicked I any any chance I get to see it I'll see it like I've seen it in four countries like five cities like I love wicked um but there was something about Stephanie J Block's um performance that just really 
like inspired me and I think what it was too was her acting through a song which I feel like a lot of you don't cancel me but a lot of like the modern day musical theater actors like when they sing I feel like some of them forget that they're still supposed to be acting yeah because that's like the climax of the character do you know what I mean mm -hmm. is when they're acting through the song mm -hmm. um and that's one of the things that I did love about Stephanie J. Block was her like consistency throughout the musical. Yeah. Wow. She's great. I she's like one of my idols. I actually saw her last month. Was it last month or two months ago? July. It's September. September. I, I keep <laughs> it's forgetting. Barely, it's barely September. Yeah. Again. Um, she was uh, she's in the tour of Into the Woods. Uh, and she they had a stop here in LA um, and so I went and I went to go see it and I like DM'd her and I was like hey like you don't know me but just wanted to say like thank you because I like literally would not I don't think I would be here if I never watched those two performances because I wouldn't be that inspired you know what I mean like I'd just be like okay like I probably would have gone to did, did, like did the whole college thing done like a regular job traditional Tradi yeah, yeah done you know um and she was like she actually responded and she was like <laughs> yeah that's awesome wow thank you like this is like why I do what I do um and I was like oh, shout out Stephanie so cool. <laughs> but yeah she's she's incredible that's I don't amazing. know if you ever did a deep dive on her but she's no I, I think I should after that that was so yeah I mean just one there's so many amazing nuggets in there also my mom loves the song Define Gravity so we have another wicked fan in the house mom <laughs> i guess two yes it's a great song she always plays it um but the first thing was with the christina aguilera one mm -hmm. of the words you said was the versatility of mm -hmm. each song mm -hmm. which is kind of like what you try and do yeah so i see that parallel second i was like they inspire you back in the day and you're and i was like what is it like now and then you just said that you sent the dm to mm -hmm. Stephanie. so it's like i get so it's it, there's connective tissue. It's a it's a full story. I'm it's really... a very it was like a very full circle moment for I me love that. because when I first watched her, I was eight. I'm 24 now. That's almost 20 years ago. <laughs> you know, and it's still there. That's yeah. like that's potent. Yeah, you know, and that's that's that was a great answer. Thank you. And I can tell that there's so much passion behind that. And that's exactly what I want here. So now I know that there's a lot of different moments that you've had working with people. Mm -hmm. And I would imagine that one of your favorite moments is in your young career was working with T-Boz and Chili from TLC. Mm. And it, it's cliche to ask, what did you learn by working with them? But more importantly, what advice would you give a young musician who steps into the room with one of their idols? Like mm -hmm. how like how should they act? What should like what should what does it feel like and how should it be? Would you say? OK, um, I learned so much in the short amount of time that I was with them. Like, there's a reason why they've had careers as long as they have. And I saw that because of their professionalism. They came on time. They came prepared. They didn't come high or drunk or, you, you know what I mean? Exactly, like, it's yeah. like they it's like, it's came, like a job. Like, like, they knew the song. They knew the lyrics. And they just attacked it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you like 
to have a long lasting career, you have to be serious about it and you have to be professional and you have to do the work and you have to put in the training and all that. And I feel like that's what a lot of artists now are lacking is that artist development and they're lazy mm -hmm. yeah i think it's also right. i think just the idea of like social media and tiktok is like just the idea of something going viral and then you have all this stuff is like i think a lot of the artists back in the day had to work for it you're right they were yeah. trained i mean it wasn't given just because of how oversaturated it is now and anybody can release music they just have to pay yearly through like distro do you know what i mean exactly like, but back in the day you had to have talent you had to get have a manager you had to get an agent you had to get scouted you needed a label to release music um but now because it's so easy and yeah you know the formula is always going to change like the industry is ever evolving but i do think that there are still certain things that will forever stay true in that i feel like everybody's Everybody just wants to go viral now and everybody wants to have that viral moment. But does viral equal longevity? I don't think so. I think you and people are always like, just churn out songs, just churn out songs. But is it quality what mm -hmm. you're churning out? Because if it's not, people aren't going to listen to it. Or they'll listen once. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And your stream per listener will be like one exactly <laughs> yeah and you and you want that devoted fan base that's coming back you know as an as a songwriter like dissecting the lyrics mm -hmm. understand doing brackets about the album like mm -hmm. you know like like really mm -hmm. like digesting it. And, it and it's true it's it it's something that i deal with i would imagine everyone deals with it's like the balance of being a entertainer and being a musician because mm -hmm. you know you have to put out content yeah. but you have to have that balance so um does that answer the question no but like at the same time i think it kind of you know, it does. Like, you know, I asked, like, what advice would you give? Well, that, yeah, it that, does. So yeah, it does. that yeah. is my advice. Like, advice. don't be lazy. Exactly. Like, be that's professional. what you learn from them. Like, 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 you know, we were talking earlier, like, being on time is such a big thing because if people see that you're reliable, they're what they're going to want to work with you more. 100%. It's the same thing, like, with, like, they listen to the song once, they'll work with you once if you're not reliable. Right. But, like, you know, and, like, we, you build a relationship off of, like, respect and, like, consistency. Exactly. And, um, you know, just, like, being on time. And it's it's true. It's, like, sometimes I was just, I was saying off camera is, like, being late sometimes is a little selfish and it's, like, a control thing. Mm -hmm. And so, no, I, I it's very congruent. We feel the same way about that. Now I want to talk about the EP because it was fantastic. Thank you. Um, I'm so happy that you had your release party and i'm sorry i missed it but okay i was you know i had this i have all the songs downloaded and um i i do love that you know love you more was written when you were 17. Ages ago, yeah yeah and then it's your mom's favorite song mm -hmm. and um with regards to each song on this ep do you view them as like a time capsule for specific emotions and moments in your life and could you be specific about any of them i mean I, I do write from experience, so a lot of these songs were significant when I was writing. I mean, they still are, obviously. Like, it matters to me, but I don't, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I, they are kind of a time capsule as to where I was, like, when I was writing it. Like, Love You More is just, I, it's, I feel like it's so innocent and bubblegum and that makes sense because i was 17, 17 yeah 
you know and look and then slow it down is like definitely more mature and sensual and that makes sense because i just wrote that you know so yes Mm -hmm. it makes sense yeah that gets it's so funny especially like an artist i remember like i used to like read stuff that i read like four years ago i was like whoa like i didn't Mm. even remember feeling like Mm -hmm. that but i clearly felt like that Mm -hmm. in that moment so Mm -hmm. it i think one of the uh not talked about benefits of being a musician is that we have time machines and we're allowed to go back to a feeling and emotion. Hopefully they're good, not bad, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, and then you go there. So this one's going to be a little tougher for you and in a good way, but I want you to describe up to you in three words or less. Up to you in three words or less. The project or the song? Yeah, like the the, the project. What does the EP mean? mean, Um... Give her a second, guys. I was thinking... Okay, like in terms of like the project or me like what i it's like describe yeah i would say the project okay i would say it's very inviting it's sweet and i know it's tough to put you on the spot i was thinking about this for like my projects i'm like how would i respond to this no, I can definitely come up with one more word. Hold no, on. You're good with it's your inviting, words. It's inviting. It's sweet. And. Thank you for giving this thought. And it's real. Boom. That's that's great. So for everyone out there, that's a small window into what you'd mm-hmm. be listening to. And I highly recommend mm-hmm. you listen to it. And I want to ask, so which song off this EP would fit? the vibe for a music video that was shot at either the stall house in LA or apartment a in Phoenix. Ooh, the stall house. That's the case study house, right? Yeah. yeah. I know that you love, that, like, um, I know like you love like retro futurism. I, I'm big architecture gal. We'll always be watching arch digest. Um, probably fade away. But fit that probably. like aesthetic of like probably fade away because because fade away was very retro sounding. I want like we did like a lot of like the eighties sounding drums on it. Like the, it's like a, kind of like a Prince vibe. So I would say fade away. Great. I know. Yeah. I, 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 it's so funny when I was doing that research and I saw that I was like, I actually love retro futurism too. Mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting and it's like such a, like not even like it should be a popular aesthetic, but it, like, it, like it's kind of niche for some reason. I feel yeah. like. But so I, I love that you had that, and I think it'd be fun for you to put that in a music video. So, oh my gosh, you know how many times I've reached out to them and I'm like, hey, like I actually <laughs> just want to know, like, how much would it cost? Real no response. Yeah, it's they never got. Just back keep to going. It. I mean, like you know, because it's not on like a pure space. Or, yeah, like, it's not on any of that. It's yeah. I mean, I, I would try and use that too. It's so sick. I was it's looking at it today, guys. You should look beautiful, it up. Beautiful, but they do tours. Mm-hmm. Like. So just take like a GoPro and just do a boot. Right, exactly. Awesome. Thank you so much for those answers. I really appreciate that. That was a great insight into who you are. Now let's go back to the music that you love. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go on to, we're back at the board, guys. We're going to go to the next matchup, which is the three versus six, which is Pusher, uh-huh. Pusher Love Girl or Strawberry Bubblegum. Strawberry Bubblegum. Break it down for me, please. And I actually was listening to this while I was getting ready this morning because I was like, okay, I haven't listened to this album in a while. I said it was my favorite, so I need a refresher. Um, and one of the things that I loved about Strawberry Bubblegum is it's a very simple song. And I feel like there's a lot going on in the entire album. And you need 
that those like one or two songs that make it just very you know yeah. what i mean yeah. i don't know if that feeling like ah uh, yeah like relief yeah yeah like exactly. it's just like oh okay easy to listen to and it's very it's like a very repetitive song like the the hook is literally just strawberry bubblegum like yeah. says it a few times um and i think that's like that's cute you know because it's very lyrically dense i want to say the rest of mm-hmm. the album and a lot of the songs are past the four or five minute mark like they go to like seven eight minutes like a few of these records so i think it's just like a, one of those like records that you can just like you know yeah there's beauty and simplicity yeah and like it exactly. should be celebrated it does everything doesn't need to be a magnum opus yeah so and i love that that's how i feel about that awesome record. strawberry bubblegum great answer but i do love push your love girl i, know, see, I do too yeah. because that's like that's the first exactly first the intro yeah. yeah it is great but you know <laughs> I, I do love Strawberry Bubblegum. Yeah, you know, it's it's the point of the show is to put your favorite album. So I know you're going to love each song. That's why I love That's why yeah. it gets you to talk about it, which is great. Awesome. So now we're going to end the first round, guys, with Tunnel Vision versus That Girl. That Girl. Instantly. That Girl. That Girl, why? I mean. Because it's That Girl. It's, yeah, it's That Girl. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know how to explain it. I just love the record. Yeah. I'm in love with that it just, girl. Like, yeah. it just, I just love it. <laughs> I love how she that was It sounded good, too. I was instantly just like falling into that. And like that, it should be. It, it, sometimes it takes people a long time, but again, it's music, it's a feeling. Like if you yeah. feel it, just go for it. Yeah. So awesome. So we finished the first round. We have the big upset, let the groove get in. We have some incredible other tracks that have been making, you know, waves going forward. So really quick now, I kind of want to go back and I want to promote this song, Slow It Down for Tiana. So instead of just having you kind of talk about the track, please stream it, by the way. Holy P, it's incredible. But slow it down specifically. Kind of going back to what I did with like the three words, I'm gonna, I want you to describe who the target audience for that track would be without describing the song. Like who would like that song? Who would like that song? Yeah. Real R&B fans. Awesome. Why, why? Just because when I was writing it, I was like, you know, I've never really never really sampled a record and I really wanted to. Um, so when I was working with Lainey, who produced it, and we were listening to the beat, there were three songs that came in my mind. It was Slow Down, Bobby V, and it was Lay It Down, Lloyd, and was it Bed? Like, I'm a in of bed that those Mm -hmm. were the three songs that i was like okay i feel like sonically it would make sense eventually i thought slow down made the most sense and so i started writing the hook slow down i just want to get to know you um but obviously i wanted to put my own words into it so i kept the same I kept the first line the same, but I still kept the melody the same, but I changed the words. Um, and then I ended up writing the rest of the song. Initially, it was just me. I have a version where it's just it's just me. Um, and then I went into like a studio session like the following week. Um, and I, I was just playing my stuff to some producers just so they know where I'm at sonically. And one of the producers, Lonnie, he was like, has Bobby heard that? And I was like, no, like, because like, I, I never, like, I never intended 
for mm-hmm. anyone to be in it. I was just like writing it to write, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, can you send it to me? And so I sent it to Lonnie and Lonnie sent it to Bobby. And Bobby was like, I want to hop on it. Awesome. Yeah. Shout and out so, Bobby v. so that's that's literally how it happened. And I feel like Bobby V was one of like, he was one of the biggest R&B guys, mm-hmm. you know, especially in like the early 2000s. And he still is, you know, people know that song everywhere. And so I really wanted to make something for like the real R&B fans and for the if you know, you know, people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think it, shout out Bobby V. That's a sick feature to have. And just it, it fits like a glove. So I'm happy that you throw them on. Yeah, it, it made sense. You yeah. know, after hearing him cut the record, I was like, well, song's done. You know what I mean? Let's release it. And the whole process was so seamless. He's such a nice guy. Um, and I'm so blessed to be able to, you know, have a feature with him. I really am. Mm. That's, yeah, I think, first of all, that was awesome. And just the sample, it's so true. Like being an artist, like it's so sick to sample. And like, but obviously it's expensive and like it has to mm-hmm. fit the narrative correctly and everything. So I'm happy that worked out for you. Now, can you describe the song to me? Like if it was a meal? If it was a meal? Yeah. Spicy. Got it. <laughs> what else? <laughs> for like, get, sure. So like a spice, like what type of food then? Like what spicy, spicy? food? Spicy, um... Ooh, I don't know. It's it's definitely like, I don't know. For me, it's like spicy, but something that's like easy to eat. Mm. So like like soup. Boom. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it wouldn't be like wings because that's like. Like it's like dirty. It's yeah. Like messy. Yeah. It would be, yeah. It's like spicy because it's easy to eat because it's easy to listen to, I want to say. Um, I guess you could say, yeah, spicy. Um. Like you definitely want to go for seconds <laughs> like that's good you know because yeah. i i mean i the record makes me feel good you know and i listen to it you know more than once obviously so i want i want more you know i want seconds um mm, one more word dang you killed it with the spicy bowl of soup i like that though uh, yeah yeah you know i mean Shout spicy, out, spicy, and except, but I like the because it's all exactly, and I like the idea of like the soup being it's easy to eat. Yeah, it doesn't need to be like the wings, or it's like you know exactly like the wings are just like messy dirty. on your hand. And too, if you think about it, like you can have soup with either just a spoon or just sipping it from the bowl. It's Ooh, easy. You know what I mean? Is. That's like a great it's, answer. It's <laughs> that was creative. <laughs> it works out. Yeah, it's a fun. It's, it's easy. Yeah, it's like it's 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 fun. It's fun to do it like that. Yeah. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, guys, please listen to "Slow It Down" featuring Bobby V. We're gonna link all the socials obviously in the bio for Spotify, everywhere you listen to podcasts plus mm-hmm. YouTube. Please listen to that. Holy P is amazing. Now, let's go back to another incredible collection of songs, just like up to UEP. Going back here. So now we're gonna do. Semi-final round one, Let the Groove Get In versus That Girl. Which song do you think goes on? That Girl. Oh, so That Girl's a strong one. So why do you think it's, I know you've kind of already described it, but between these two, what made you instantly go to that? Like, why do you think it's a stronger song in your opinion? Um. Or what do you like about it more? When you, like, That Girl had that JT and the Tennessee Kids, like, little intro, like, it was it's it's very visual like the song when listening to it i can see it 
as opposed to let the groove get, get in it's just like a feeling for me like i'm just like you know but yeah that girl over let the group get in perfect that's a great answer to that i also think it's like easier to sing you're a singer yeah so it makes sense yeah i love that so that girl's going on yeah sorry let the group get in cinderella story done mm-hmm. that girl's moving on to the finals now we're going suit and tie versus strawberry bubble gum suit and tie oh okay so we have the two different sides of the bracket so now break it down again those are both great songs why did you gravitate suit and tie um because I want to say there is more versatility with suit and tie. It starts off a certain way and it ends very different with the breakdown. And I like that. It's like a journey. And I don't mm-hmm. think the strawberry bubblegum had that because it's one of like, like I said, yeah. one of the more like cons- it's power yeah. cleanser. It's easy. Yeah. Awesome. So that, that was a great answer too. And like, you know, it's, it's funny because the arts sub, uh, subjective, but I'm making mm-hmm. you like, Put them against each other like as a sport. So thank you yeah, for doing that. Of course. Makes sense. Suit and tie. So guys, we have the final. It's that girl versus suit and tie. Before we do that, though, I actually, we have the opportunity right now. We're going to perform Why Live for Later, which is our track. Yes. It's one of the singles for my debut mixtape, Time is on Our Side, which will drop end of the year, hopefully. Yes. No, well, end of the year. I'll, I can't say the day yet because um, I can't do that. But so just give us a second. We're going to dive right into this and we're going to do a live performance. This is the first time I've actually been able to do a live performance on this. So, well, so thank you for letting me do it. Let's kill it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Bob Call West Radio. Wild Lift for Later. Grandview featuring Tiana Coker. Thank you guys for tuning in. My voice changed, that's just how I rap, I'm sorry <clears throat> One time Yeah Strong survivors and honest take Honest humans have treasure traits Treasure time when I watch his face Watch faces age and morale fade Though one my pen is strong Enough for trauma to sing along My young limbo what love's called With drug etiquette and walls jaw So my scattered goals And shattered hopes Have found a home Vices, solo sinning, hidden habits, secret visions, but happy hours, power grinning, and after hours, bags slipping. Fuel my fuse up, I call West. Spawn in the city where the sun rests. Tomorrow's trending and future focus on the present prince of leaving the moment to escape now. We all wish for better days. Our freedom's cause of fortune, cause you fuck you money paid. So long I've been afraid, I'm known as On the day, less than mood appear to you. No self worth the human way. Keyboard saw these Wi Fi wars meant for escapes and now they're great. But know that trolls and mind of the martyrs both shed blood the same. The mood of me is to isolate and instant internet hideaways. So virtue paid and hurt you hate. Virtue first, so I'm safe. Clouds fake, but so am I. 21st century misery lie. My 20s energy, salary, survive on minimum wage with minimum drive. such an awful sound. Combining with this modern ground My whining's such an awful sound And it's combining with this modern ground So I've been afraid I'm not as vulnerable I'm causing ease of pain I need an honor so If this might go me fade 
That was fucking awesome. Thank Shout out Caden for working that entire thing for us. That is a uh, too late for us. That is a uh, why live for later. Um, yes. extremely proud of that one and just how it came together. So thank mm. you so much. And Super now, guys, easy. yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> and then to end now on a high note. Yes, because that was a high note. This is an even higher <laughs> note. Let's go to the board. And figure out what the best song in 2020 by Justin Timberlake is. You ready? Mm -hmm. So, it is That Girl versus Suit and Tie. That Girl. Boom. That, hey. I, it makes sense. You were so strong about that one every single time. Yeah. I mean, like, I had a feeling if you were going to ask me what my favorite album was, there's obviously a favorite song. And I just don't. Like, That Girl is just... Cause you're that girl. <laughs> it may, you know, it. Uh, I try. It also is like the perfect audience for that, and it's and it's your choice, and it's your song, and I'm happy that mm -hmm. you feel passionate about it. So you've done this for me. You've done the whole bracket. You've answered my questions. You've sung a song with me. I would like to give you the opportunity now to plug anything, say what you're doing the rest of the year, anything in between. The camera's well, right there. I mean, my second EP, Up To You, is now out on all streaming platforms. So it would be super awesome if y'all could go stream it, add it to your playlist. And, of course, you can follow me at Tiana Coker everywhere. That is T-I-A-N-A-K-O-C-H-E-R. And be on the lookout for more new music because I am doing one more release before the year is over. So Ooh. that one's going to be a fun one. You heard it here first. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Thank she's you not, for having me. Of course. She's not just an incredible singer, amazing professional, great person. Please go support her. Thank you guys all for tuning in to A Vibe Call West Radio. We will see you guys next week. Peace.